0: everybody and welcome back to season two of non-judgmental sponsored by bean seen and today i have my friend saumya with me here and she is a nutritionist so before we deep dive in to answer all your questions saumya welcome to non-judgmental sponsored by Bean seen
1: hi i'm chris oh, thank you thank you so much for having me here i'm uh, really glad to be here and also excited uh, to answer the questions that uh, you have come up for
0: me definitely can you please introduce give a short brief like your journey from i mean i know you were very uh when we were studying mba i know you were very passionate towards uh you know fitness yeah right, right. Can you please brief us your journey
1: well uh, yeah so first of all my name is somya hi uh i'm based in hobli for the past 20 to 25 years and uh, my background is actually, uh, you know, management, like, you know, we studied MBA together, but uh, I have been passionate about fitness and nutrition for quite a long time. And um, during my MBA, when we had the pandemic going on, so that's when I started to make this shift in my career and I took up the precession nutrition certifications from the US. And uh, after the completion of it, um, I have been working as a nutrition uh, coach and coaching uh, a number of clients and helping them raise their health and fitness courses.
0: That's, that's wonderful, Soumya.
1: Yeah?
0: I, I mean, that's such a big shift. I mean, from management to nutrition, it, like, your passion towards it has always made me go crazy. Like, how? How?
1: Yeah, you know right. Yeah, it it definitely was very challenging because uh, from management to nutrition, it was like a big shift, um, and it was quite challenging to deal with.
0: Definitely. Um, can you please give me a difference between a dietitian as nutritionist? Because when I was on call with you, that yeah. is when I actually got to know that there's a difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist.
1: When uh, a dietitian, or just a registered dietitian, or somebody who is into like you know uh, studying this for like uh, many years into their life, they go, uh, they undergo. Uh, this degree and master's degree in all of the nutrition science they get into the entire depth of human physiology and anatomy and nutrition science and all of that but us as a nutritionist we don't get into like you know we don't deep uh, dive deep that much into that and um, and also when it comes to the scope of practice uh, it's, it's limited uh, for nutritionists compared to the dietitian. Uh, like for example, uh, as a nutritionist, I'm not going to love to work with somebody who is, you know, who, is, uh, who has medical disorders or uh, somebody who is diabetic and all of those things. Okay. Yeah.
0: Got it, got it. And I can see that there are 10 questions and it's, uh, no worries, we can go at our own pace. And... Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, So, the first question is asked by Snita. Can you suggest a diet plan that is suitable for a vegetarian or a vegan lifestyle?
1: Okay. Um, so first of all, uh, a lot of people have this misconception that uh, vegetarians and vegans are the same, but uh, they are two entirely different things. Uh, well, we know all know who is a vegetarian, uh, but vegan uh, is an approach where you're not just uh, you're not eating any kind of food that is derived from an animal. This may include even the dairy products like you know milk, honey, yogurt. So uh, whether you're a vegetarian or vegan, that is the question first. But uh, talking about a specific diet plan, uh, there is no one best diet plan that is suitable for the entire population. But uh, I can surely tell you some of the foods that you can incorporate in your diet being a vegetarian. Like, you know, firstly talking about the protein intake, it's very, very essential for the human body regardless of your age or activity less. When it comes to the vegetarians they have limited options to meet the protein requirement. like for example, the amount of protein 100 grams of chicken or fish would give is much more higher than what 100 grams of dal or any Lenten would give. So my suggestion is uh, you know try to include as much as protein in your diet It comes from like paneer, soya chunks, uh, lentils, legumes, uh, tofu, and uh, Greek yogurt. These are uh, some of the very common protein sources for the vegetarian mm-hmm. And uh, if, uh, and you know besides these, include a, a wide range of colored fruits and vegetables, which will provide you with all the vitamins and minerals. And then uh, if you are a vegan, then you have even more very limited options. Like you you cannot eat dairy or any any animal based. For that, you have to rely on you know as much as legumes, lentils, and uh, plant based supplements
0: Definitely. The second question was asked by Rajesh, how can I manage my diabetes through my diet?
1: Okay, uh, so um, when it comes to managing the diabetes, uh, the first and the foremost thing that you should keep in mind is keeping a track of your uh, carbohydrate intake. Because when you eat carbs, um, they get converted into glucose and that, you know, enters the bloodstream and raises your blood sugar level. So when you eat high carb force, your blood sugar level is uh, automatically going to rise. Which is what we don't want it to happen, when, which is what most of the people having diabetes struggle with. You know, they always see their blood sugar level rise. So, um, my suggestion would be that uh, work with your doctor or a medical practitioner and find out the amount of carbohydrates that your body requires. Um, and plan for meals with proper intervals, you know, uh, do not eat too frequently which would always make your blood sugar level uh, stay up. Or do not give too much of gap between the meals which would make it go low. Eat with proper intervals, and also make sure that you know uh, the quality of the food is also very important here. Do not eat processed foods like bread, pasta, and all of those things because uh, those are going to raise your sugar level quickly. So include a wide range of you know complex carbs like oats, whole grains, and sweet potatoes, and good amount of protein and non-starchy veggies like uh, broccoli, cucumber, cabbage. It's, yeah.
0: This so was... this altogether together should help manage your diabetes. Just for wanted... Thank you. This definitely I'm gonna suggest my mom because she's a diabetic patient and her sugar levels are always reaching the yeah. at least in the mango season. He right,
1: he right. <laughs> it
0: definitely has to. So I will I will definitely ask my mom to follow this as well. Sure, sure, sure. The next question is by Shruti. What are some healthy snack options that I can include in my daily routine? Oh god, this is even my question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> healthy uh snack options and well, um I would say uh fruit, um egg or egg white and yogurt and then there's dark chocolate and then cheese, popcorn and the uh, Roasted, chickpeas, these are uh, some of the commonly used, you know, these snack options that I recommend to all of my clients in di- their diet plan. They're all like, you know, good sources of protein and uh, as well as uh, low to moderate in calories. So it's, it's a good thing to eat. You can include this in your
0: diet. Montier. Mm-hmm. The next question is by Ankit. Is it necessary to consume supplements along with a balanced diet?
1: Well, um, it is not necessary to consume them. Uh, it is a matter of requirement and personal preference, if you ask me. Because, uh, see, the most common kinds of supplements that we come across are you know, whey, protein, multivitamin, omega-3. See, this, the word supplement itself means you're adding it to something because that is not enough. Okay, right. So, likewise, if you're taking these, that is because you're not able to get them or meet those requirements with your diet like for example whey protein gives like you know uh, roughly 25 to 30 grams protein per scoop, and taking a scope or a two a day is not harmful so that way you're leveling up your protein intake okay and then when it comes to multivitamin it's hard to measure and eat the foods that would give you so and so much of minerals and uh, vitamins so people end up taking a multivitamin to generally meet those requirements so uh, whatever it is see if you need it if you need it if, uh, if there is a requirement then yes go ahead it is absolutely safe but don't just take it for the you know uh, for the sake that a lot of people into fitness take it and it seems fancy or something but then uh, i would suggest please do not take any sort of uh, supplements like fat burners or such they play with your system uh, internally
0: Thanks, thanks. i will make my mom listen to this even though even if i not she does listen to all my podcasts, but especially this one particular line, because she always gets scammed by these fat burners and on. Yeah, right. and for what reason? She orders them, and they stay at the cupboard like the same way. The pack yeah. one, sir. yeah, right, right. The next I one. The... Yeah, sorry, yeah. he watered in something.
1: No, uh, there's a lot of hype going on uh, about the fat burners and all of these things, but uh, it's just a misconception that social media is creating is all I would like to say. Oh, of oh, you. Uh, yeah. The next
0: question is by my sister Nisha. she asked, how can I ensure that my child is getting all the necessary nutrients for their growth and development?
1: Okay. So, um... See, child nutrition can be a little challenging because uh, as we all know that the children are very choosy about what they eat but if you ask me both adults and children uh, need the same kind of nutrients like you know we eat protein carbs fats vitamins minerals and all of those things right? so just the quantities in which the adult eat obviously differs from uh, what the children eat so, uh, so when it comes to the children, just make sure you include a wide range of protein, like and more of fruits, vegetables, whole foods. But the most important catch here is that you are supposed to make them interesting, because uh, this is the age when they start differentiating between the food. Right? I mean, they obviously know that a pizza would taste any day, uh, taste uh, better than a carrot any day. So it is up to you to, you know, come up with interesting ways to make sure your child eats it don't let them label the food as good or bad and don't let them develop such views about the food teach them what they need to eat more of and what they need to uh, eat less of plan tasty meals and learn what they like or dislike so that way uh, you're ensuring that they are getting all the nutrients but also they're enjoying them and uh, and they would like to consume them on the regular basis and lastly, you know, make sure to cut out the processed foods like sugar, maida, bread, pasta and like give them some healthy snacks like cheese, eggs and make sure that all of their meals have good amount of protein and fiber and make them interested.
0: Yes. Question is by Aman, can you suggest some foods that can help improve my immunity?
1: Uh, improved immunity firstly I would suggest uh, Indian spices because uh, Indian spices like turmeric and uh, cinnamon cloves and these, uh, these all of these ingredients have like amazing immunity boosting properties in them like for example the turmeric the yellow color presence in the turmeric has amazing anti inflammatory properties in it and uh, that is the reason why most of our ancestors had such a strong immune system compared to us right and then uh ginger and garlic as we know like you know it's more common we used to treat the cold and cough in india wow. in you can include them and then um then comes the green leafy vegetables all kinds of them The mainly the dark green presence in them it, it has infection fighting property so eating the dark green uh, you know the green leafy vegetables and then comes the dry fruits and nuts like almonds walnuts cashews. So, these have amazing immunity boosting properties. And then comes the dairy products, like, you know, uh, they have probiotics in them which keeps your gut healthy because your gut is made up of millions, trillions of bacteria. dairy products like low fat yogurt and fermented foods. And then comes the poultry and fish. Uh, Poultry and fish, they're a great source of protein and also have great uh, immunity boosting properties. I don't know for some reason there is this reel that
0: I. Was sent by my mom maybe two days prior or something, which said that uh, I I want to ask this question. What is the best thing that you have as soon as you wake up? Like they they say that warm water with maybe some fenugreek seeds and something. I don't
1: know.
0: Yeah. What do you suggest?
1: just a myth what they say that you know uh, waking up and drinking a glass of hot water with lemon that reduces your, your tummy fat and all of those things it. uh, honestly it's just a myth what um, I would suggest that yeah it's definitely good to have a, a, a glass of hot water lemon all of, all of those things but uh, the thing here is it's not going to reduce your weight or something like that I, I'll, I'll touch upon that matter later in this podcast but uh, it's whatever you uh, what you have. The first thing in the morning is entirely like you know, it's it's entirely your personal preference. It differs from person to person. Like for example, some uh, some person might you know uh, wake up in the morning and the first thing they, they would like to have is caffeine. But that might not suit the other person. So it depends on the person to person, is what I would say. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Now the next question we have is by Shreya what are some healthy food options that can help me in my weight loss journey
1: okay um this is a bit of a vague question because i get uh, asked these kind of questions like so many times what kind of foods for weight loss and what kind of foods for weight gain and for maintenance and all that but uh, firstly you should know the fundamental principle of weight loss and weight gain which is that uh, if you eat less than what calories your body is burning, you will lose weight. If you eat more than what body, what your body burns, then you will gain weight. And the same way, if you're eating the same amount of calories that your body burns, your weight will remain the same. So first, uh, you know, understand this concept and understand how many calories your body needs based on your goal, height, weight, activity level. And based on that, adjust your calories and you know, if you want a weight loss, create a deficit. If you want weight gain, create a surplus, whatever your goal is. And then include a wide range of you know, whole foods, uh, protein-rich foods, and good fats, vitamin vendors. You know, uh, if you ask me, there are no kind of foods that are specifically made for weight loss or weight gain or such. There are no foods that are good or bad. It's just about the quantities that you eat. Like, um, for example, we all know that, you know, oats can be compared to a pizza. So, let's say my calorie intake for the day is 1400 calories. So, after eating those 1400 calories, whether I eat a burger or oats, it does not matter. But I am going to gain because I am eating more than what my body needs. So, this is the catch here. And um, But again, this does not mean that, you know, you eat anything you like within your calorie intake and expect rotation including less processed whole course and all of that thing is important but just understand this principle uh and also you can occasionally enjoy what you like within that set calorie. and lastly what i would like to say is you know um uh, this question was asked by Shreya right so Shreya please understand you work on your portion sizes if you are not losing weight despite all the healthy eating then um there are high chances that you're not keeping a track of your calories don't get obsessed with calories also that develop a very negative relationship with the food but uh, if you want clear and concrete results i would suggest you start keeping a track of your calories and include a nutrition dense food and workout and be consistent i don't see any reason why you cannot lose weight
0: definitely i'll also talk to you how <laughs> <laughs> So that expression is by Rahul, is it safe to consume organic foods and are they better than conventional ones?
1: Okay, so um, this is quite a long-standing debate about the organic and conventional food like universally. You know, there is a lot of research going on worldwide and uh, researchers are debating whether um, organic is good or whether conventional is bad. But if you ask me, I would say the same thing what most of the research suggests. Like, we all know that organic foods are grown in a safe environment with less or no use of pesticides and fertilizers, right? Yes. But uh, what research suggests is whether a food is organically grown or conventionally grown, there is no much difference in their components. Like, for example, the amount of protein, vitamins, minerals that an organic product uh, offer is almost very similar to conventionally grown products so uh, in this case if you really want to make that switch in your diet of going organic then i would say start by eating local and uh, seasonal fresh produce like you know india is rich in agriculture and we all know farmers who grow certain uh, food grains and all so start buying it from them like because from the time uh, a produce is grown and they actually reach a retail store, there is a lot of processing that takes place in between. Yes. So, if you want to make that switch, then start by eating local produce. Uh, start buying from farmers and anybody that you know, like who are uh, producing those grains or whatever you're looking for. But uh, if you're buying it from a store, then check the packaging properly. Check if it has, you know, if it has a USDA certified.
0: The next question is by Ritu. How can I incorporate more fiber into my diet?
1: Um, the recommended well, the recommended daily uh, intake of fiber for women is 25 grams a day, and 35 grams a day for men. You can meet that by including a wide range of fiber-rich foods like whole food, like you know, carbs like oats, fruits. And then, chia seeds, the vegetables, whole grains—all kinds of fruits contain fiber, but some have, you know, a, a less fiber compared to the others. For example, like apples are a great source of them. And then you can include the um, barley, fruits like quinoa, and all—all kinds of millets. They are not just high in fiber, but they have a very low GI, that is the glycemic index. And then you can include chia seeds, nuts, dry fruits and um, you can add you can add these options in every meal so that you know uh, so that you meet that requirement for your daily intake you and other than that if you feel you, you you need more than that then you may also take a fiber supplement i mean if you're not meeting that requirement from your diet then you may also go for a fiber supplement
0: Certainly. Yeah. the last question we have is from badir Can you suggest a diet plan that can help me in managing my high blood pressure?
1: Uh, Like I said before, there is no specific kind of diet plan for this and that. But my general suggestion would be: uh, one is include a variety of whole foods, fruits, vegetables. Get regular exercise. And um, keep a track on your salt intake because we all know that sodium can contribute to high blood pressure levels. And um, if you smoke then quit smoking. Have an active lifestyle. And uh, eat foods that are high in potassium like bananas, spinach, etc. These all foods high in potassium will help you control your blood pressure. And other than this, uh, overall having a very active lifestyle and include a wide range of uh, nutrient dense foods will definitely help you to manage your high blood pressure.
0: Definitely. So, I guess we have answered. I hope all the audience have been answered their questions. Is there anything that you would like to add, Saumya? Yeah,
1: like. Um... I definitely would like to add something from my end uh, to all the people because um, in my experience as a nutritionist for you know two two and a half years now, I get to hear these kind of questions often. And here are the, some of the you know general guidelines that I would like to share. Firstly, um, there are no specific foods that are good or bad for your body. There are just foods and they differ in their nutritional values. So stop referring to foods as good or bad and stop developing that uh, bad relationship with the food. And uh, secondly, what I would like to say is um, whether it is a top elite athlete or a person like me and you who belongs to the general population we eat almost the same kind of food you know like it just differs more or less in the quantities or the availability of the foods around us or our activity level etc but at the end of the day it all comes down to the basic fundamentals of food that is eat uh, whole foods more protein more fruits and vegetables good fats that's it so you should know that you know nutrition is very very simple and um we have developed all these misconceptions so, because of the social media, you know, somebody comes up with some kind of fee and promotes saying thing, weight one-one. And then we follow a wide range of fitness enthusiasts and they post what they eat and people end up thinking that, oh, uh, this is what I'm supposed to eat to have a body like his or her. So I would say, you know, respect your body, it was designed differently when everybody everybody has different size, weight, body composition, food preferences, medical factors. So what suits one person may not suit the other. So stop, you know, trying to say that this person lost so much of weight by following this right. So I want to do that as well. And um, I would also like to uh, say that, you know, understand your cultural differences. We all come from a background which is uh, which has a certain group of foods that belong to that particular culture. Like for example, as an Indian, uh, we eat chapatis, dal, chawal, paneer, dosa, and all of those things. And then when you look at the person from a Western culture, they eat more of bread, pasta, avocado, you know, berries, and all that. But the thing here is that, that is what they all grew up eating, and this is what we all grew up eating. You don't have to make that cultural shift in your eating pattern just to lose weight of something. You can make some changes at your home with your foods and definitely uh, you know, achieve your goals. And uh, Stop comparing yourself with these fitness models, athletes and celebrities. I you know it looks very nice and fancy to have a physical appearance like that. But uh, there's a lot of things that go behind that, you know, they have a dedicated team of experts working for them to keep them that way. They are literally getting paid for looking that way. While, uh, you know, we are sitting here and wishing we had a body like them, they wish that, you know, they could sit back and uh, sit back and enjoy, eat like we do. But they cannot because they have to train for hours. They always have to measure and eat and they always have to adult 100%. So some of you will have, you know, a uh, nine to five job, a marriage, a home, kids to look after. It's difficult because I'm, I'm saying this because a lot of people come to me uh, and they're like, you know, they show me a picture of some celebrity or some fitness athlete and they're like, hey, oh, my name is Give me some time, I want to look like this. Is. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. So, <laughs> Okay, this is what I wanted to say and lastly, lastly what I would like to add is please stop relying on motivation because it is very very unreliable. Waiting for motivation to get things done is not happening because you are not going to feel a certain way all the time. So have proper planning and you know, have proper execution, don't uh, have last minute executions, whatever you require for the next day those things ready or rely on those plans don't rely on your motivation make those small changes and you know make it happen now make it happen today that will definitely lead to something bigger even though it may seem like it's very tiny change or something that's that's all i wanted to add
0: thank you i i felt like more than the podcast i felt everything that you said just meant to me but so I, I, I these small changes. Yeah. I always thought of workout and I'm planning since a month but yeah. uh, it's okay fine I'll do it on the Monday and the Monday mm-hmm. never comes
1: yeah i know i know that happens you know this is not just i'm not just saying these because i'm a nutrition and a fitness course or something but this is uh this is my personal experience in life because even i have struggled uh to lose that weight for like so many years and then so uh, it was it was very difficult, you know, until and unless you have proper planning and organizing, uh, it's very hard to reach your goals because, you know, saying I just want to lose weight uh, is a very vague statement. But saying I want to lose 10 pages of weight in six months to come is a very clear statement. And then you have to plan that, you know, what are you supposed to do for these six months, this month and this week, what are you supposed to do today to make that happen? So it's all in the tiny, uh, you know, changes is what I believe.
0: Certainly, and yeah. now that you have enlightened me as well and the audience, I would definitely start working on myself from today. I want, I don't want to <laughs> promise promises that oh, tomorrow is a Monday and I'm gonna start it. Yeah, right. That vague statement, but definitely I will start making the small changes from today itself. Yes,
1: yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: Thank you, thank you so much, Soumya, for giving your precious time. For this, thank you for answering all the questions that were asked by the audience.
1: Yeah, well, uh, firstly, I would like to thank you for giving me this opportunity because um, you know I get asked these kind of questions all the time, and uh, this was this uh, was one such platform where I could uh, connect with people or answer these questions, and uh, it was it was very nice of you to have me here, and thank you again
0: but before we end this podcast uh, could you please tell uh, if somebody wants to connect to you is there any particular uh, thing like your, maybe your email or your Instagram page where they can connect with you if they
1: yeah I do have an Instagram page which is called as our Deep Health Nutrition so yeah, uh, they can always connect uh, with me over there and they can send me a direct message and uh, I'll follow up with them
0: definitely for all the audience I'll be adding the link of a gram yes. page in the description box below thank you Somya for giving your time it was really good and enlightening to have you here and as I, said, I will definitely start working and start changing these small tiny things from today yes. yes from today like from now <laughs> from now yeah. thank, thank you Somia. thank you thank
1: you so much bye no.